This is Suno India Production. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android and iPhone app. Download it now. The Global Hunger Index 2022 ranks India at 107 among 121 countries. India also ranks below Sri Lanka, Nepal, Bangladesh and Pakistan. Afghanistan is the only country in South Asia that performs worse than India on the index. Close to 20% of children in the country below the age of 5 have low weight for their height and 35% of such children are not as tall as they should be. The authors of the report have described the situation of hunger in India as serious. The Ministry of Women and Child Development however disputed these findings and issued a statement claiming that the index contained serious methodological issues. However, the worsening of food insecurity in India is confirmed by several independent surveys in the country like the ones by Right to Food campaign and Gao Connection. According to the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, prevalence of undernourishment in India declined from 2005 onwards, but the trend was reversed beginning in 2016. From 13.3% in 2017, it rose to a 14-year high of 16.3% in 2021. The Mahatma Gandhi Rural Employment Guarantee Act 2005 or Narega is an Indian labor law and social security measure that aims to guarantee the right to work. In the past, Narega has been an effective tool to reduce hunger in the country. Apart from providing economic security and creating rural assets, it can help in protecting the environment empowering rural women reducing rural urban migration and fostering social equity hi i am surya tapa mukherjee your host for this episode of the suno india show i spoke to nikhil de a founding member of mazdoor kisan shakti sangathan a peasant and workers organization He explains how Narega has weakened over the years and what can be done to reduce hunger in India now. So the Global Hunger Report 2022 ranks India at 107 among 121 countries. So how do you think Narega can help as an intervention to reduce hunger? Like what is the connection between the two? So this uh report the first thing to note about this and a number of other reports that have been coming out both reports that have come from abroad as well as uh the indian national family health survey and other other such reports show that from 2000 uh, from about 2004 and to 2021 there has been a steadily increasing amount of both hunger and poverty uh, and vulnerabilities related to both so those both those things 
come there are two main measures actually there's a series of them but the entire rights based legislation that came into effect from about 2005 uh, actually contributed to a decline first and that decline carried on till 2015 and it is from 2015 that again you have this situation of poverty and hunger going up now around 2014 there was a quite a big reaction to these laws the food security act uh the narega we had a situation where so i'll come to that but basically the two important interventions that the best way showed how it had an impact was during the pandemic had it not been for the food security act and for narega it is widely acknowledged that india would have had wide scale starvation across the country we saw what happened with migrant labor we saw their vulnerabilities we saw what happened with people who could not work from home and we saw that there was an immediate increase both in the in both these laws this was practically the only way to provide basic food security to people through the food security act it was food grain but people cannot survive or have nutrition on food grain alone so narega gives a much more comprehensive way to show your basic needs if you need to go to the hospital if you are sick if you cannot go to work for two days uh, some member of your family goes to a narega if you are not getting work and unemployment has been going up dramatically then narega gives you cash in your hands with which you can buy other food other items of food on your uh, for for your family you can buy the basic necessities like clothing like health like education and all of that comprehensively contributes towards people actually being able to survive in in this kind of situation so the very important thing that something like an employment program does is that it provides that basic level of income to every family to take care of all their minimum needs which is what co- keeps you from hunger from starvation from malnutrition the hunger report uh, looked at what goes towards the smallest children towards their stunting towards their levels of nutrition and that's an indication because it shows you what's going to happen to the next generation and it also shows you that the child in the house who is a big priority is actually not getting enough so you know like so we talk about this how like the situation of hunger like it's unprecedented or uh, i mean not unprecedented surely but but like how it's gotten way worse in recent years and all of that but can you give us more of an idea in terms of like what this actually means on on the ground because i think sometimes when we look at these numbers you know um and we of course we know that we have a lot of poverty in our country we have hunger issues but can you sort of paint more of a picture from the work that you do in terms of like what does this actually mean uh, for people who are like going hungry what what do their lives look like yeah so you know NREGA is a universal entitlement in on in rural areas for every family up to 100 days of work now you have huge demand and that's why sometimes the figures do not reflect the level of distress 
you have right across all of us who work on the ground have seen that Narega has been a lifesaver, not just in this pandemic and this crisis, but over many crises, including every economic downturn and every economic crisis that the market has thrown up. And yet we see that there is a lot of unmet demand that's been shown through studies recently, the Azim Premdi University and some others did a study which have shown that there is almost 15% unmet demand that is recorded in the government records. There is a much higher level of unmet demand actually that we see. People are only getting an average of about 50 days of work, if that. And the clearest indication of this is that every year, even though there is a demand for more money, it's a demand-based program. As much as people demand up to 100 days, they should get work. There are pending liabilities. There are un- even now wages. Uh, there is only 6,000 crores left in the kitty, which is less than 10%. And there are five months left of work, November, December, January, February, March. So how can five months of work, how can people get five months of work with this 6,000 crores alone? So it is an indication of the high level of demand. People would not demand work at minimum wages for eight hours of work, even less than minimum wages if they did not face distress. So Narega is a very clear indication of distress. Now, what the government has been trying to do is they say, yes, we will meet whatever demand you have, but off late what they have been saying, and they've done this in states like West Bengal with disastrous effect, is that they have been saying that there is corruption in the program. So they've introduced a whole measure, number of measures, and we are all people who have fought corruption a lot. They've introduced measures where they punish the entire state by saying we will cut off funds to you instead of punishing the people indulging in corruption and engaging in corruption. Similarly, they brought in a measure of what they call the NMF app, which is that a mobile app which is on the spot, which takes photographs twice a day to measure attendance. Uh, Now, you, you and I know what kind of connectivity we have. Uh, what uploading pictures of up to there are 10 crore families that go to Narega work every year uploading those pictures twice a day from the most remote work sites in the country is a nightmare and they have now started being so stiff as saying that anyone who does not upload that photograph their work they will not get attendance so people have gone people have worked and are not getting attendance so it's creating havoc overall in the whole program And actually, it doesn't stop corruption because we've asked them many times what is happening is people know how to overcome these so-called fancy electronic means because what they are doing is these photographs are taken in groups of five workers. So the same five repeat six photographs and pass themselves off as 30 workers. And in that passing themselves off as 30 workers, they actually are not seen because there are so many crores of workers being uploaded every day and lakhs of workers in the state being uploaded. That who has the time to look at them, whether there's a photograph that repeats the workers. So it's a clear indication of something that the government has been saying, that this is a dole program, we need to cut down on it. The whole debate, this took place simultaneously with the debate on freebies, which took place with the debate on bravery, which the Prime Minister talked about, freebies, which the Supreme Court talked about, and no clear definition of what is a freebie or what is a ravedy. When you bring up the point, they say, oh, this is not a freebie or a ravedy. But it contributes to the whole impact of what 
people need, which is a basic entitlement to food, to water, to shelter, to education, to health, and to a degree of employment, which is what Narega gave. Narega was and is an extraordinary attempt, an extraordinary program in the world that does uh, a very is very ambitious in what it attempts to do, and uh, it is really very very unfortunate that a program that could at least give a minimal level of income security to families is not being uh, supported and used. West Bengal, for instance, on this guise of corruption, the money has been cut off. For this whole year, they've got no, no money at all. And because there may be a battle with the state government, or even with them, may, we don't deny that there are instances of corruption. We say act against the corrupt. But instead of acting against the corrupt, they've cut off money to the whole state. And there are people who have not been paid from December last year. So there have been a study that our own campaigns have gone and done an on-the-spot survey and study, and have found large numbers of extra families have migrated. They cannot find lo work lo locally. Women have completely gone off the workforce. They are traveling and spending money on travel to find work. Their debt burden has gone up. Their children are being pulled out of school. There is starvation and hunger. So it's a clear indication. And that's why not just Narega, it's also the National Food Security Act. So it's a question of we have a legal framework. It's a legal framework that the government should be implementing and the government is breaking the law. So in the Food Security Act, for instance, it says a certain percentage of the population, 75% uh, in rural areas, roughly 50% in urban areas should be covered in the country. Now, that was a figure in 2011. That figure is being used. Now, the percentage remains the same. The population has gone up. So, it is estimated that we should have another 10 crore people getting 10 crore ration cards who should be getting food. And we know, for instance, that there are families where newborn children are not being put on the ration card because they have just blocked that website. So you are in a period of extreme distress, in a period of the pandemic. Yes, you did increase the amount of food grain from 5 to 10 kilos for those families who were selected, NFSA selected. But you refused to let the others who were from their families come in. And you refused to let families even appeal, which the law gives you a right to appeal to say, why have I not been selected in that group? So... These ways and means of keeping people away from work, people away from their entitlement to food, uh, people in, in various other ways where the entire budget pensions is another area of extreme distress of hunger. Actually, the hunger report does not look at the elderly. But if you look at the elderly, we work with the elderly and you ask what's happening on the ground. It is, you will be shocked and the people will be shocked to know that it is a centrally sponsored scheme for social security pensions for the elderly, for the disabled and for widows. And the pension amount is 200 rupees a month and for disabled people 300 rupees a month. And this has been the same pension amount that has been there since 2007. So government servants increase their salaries twice a year, which is not an increase in salary. It is an adjustment for inflation. But they refuse to give to the poorest in the country an adjustment even to inflation. So what was 200 rupees in 2007 was too low. But what is it today? Seven rupees a day, you can't even get a cup of tea. So those are people 
on the edge of starvation, unable, they, are, they belong to families who cannot support them. They cannot support themselves. They don't have the capacity to work, even on a Narega worksite. And you see some of them trying to come to Narega worksites in a very elderly state. And Narega worksites, they are being told to do productive work. So Narega has a great potential, but its potential, the Food Security Act's potential, these are very, very... Uh, progressive legislations to be be proud of across the world to implement properly. But the trouble is that if you don't do the implementation properly, the state itself undermines its own law. In Narega, for instance, it does not give the minimum wage. Till 2010, the minimum wage was being given. In 2010, they changed to say that no, whatever the government notifies will be the wage rate. And so there are today 27 states with less than the minimum wage being paid. The government is breaking its own law, the most basic law for labor. You know, you have said that uh, Narega has been squeezed in unprecedented ways. And also like West Bengal is uh, not the only state, like uh, the payments are also, the funds are also delayed in other states like Kerala, Telangana, Himachal Pradesh and Chhattisgarh. So can you... Like, give us a sense and, like, you know, paint a picture of, like, uh, how the funding has reduced over the years. Or, like, tell us about, you know, some of these other states where also, like, funds have been delayed. In the early years of Narega, till about 2011, Narega had a reasonable amount of money available. And if you looked at it, the best evaluation would have been as a percentage of GDP. Because your GDP grows, you don't evaluate it just in monetary terms, which even by those standards is doing very badly, but you evaluate it as a percentage of GDP because money, I mean, inflation goes up, the costs go up, expenditure goes up, and the numbers of people go up. And therefore, again, like food security should be a percentage of population, Narega should also look at its expenditure like that. We have always, as a campaign, said you need to spend about 1% of GDP. And actually what is being spent is almost 0.25, one-fourth of that amount. So Narega, the one big boost it got, it had a very, very lean period from 2014 to 2018. 11, 12, it started becoming lean. It had a very lean period from 14 to 18. And then came the pandemic. And the pandemic increased the Narega budget from 70,000 crores by 40,000 crores to 1,11,000 crores. And even at the end of that pandemic year, with a 40,000 crore increase, Narega still had about a 16,000 crore pending liability, which meant people, despite that budget increase, they still wanted more work. Now, the pending liability gives you a picture, paints a picture that here are people desperate for work. They get work and they don't get paid for months. The law says they should automatically get a compensation, which the government has been hiding the number of people that it's supposed to be giving that automatic compensation to, which is also just a easily 0.05% per day of delay. And that's delay beyond 15 days. Today, there are over 3,000 crores in pending liabilities in the state. And if you look at the numbers of people, more than one crore families today are facing delay in payments. Now, that's a huge, huge amount of burden for people who have already worked. Remember, Narega is a program for work. 
and government of india is now saying you're not working enough we are going to review your work norms so you're extracting work you're exploiting them actually and the supreme court has said not paying wages minimum wages is forced labor here is the scenario what the government is doing in what should be a program of support to people it should be yes it's a productive work program do productivity but pay them enough pay them to keep place with inflation pay them on time and if you look at narega's basic slogan that people fought for because it was a people's law it was har haath ko kaam do kaam ka pura daam do give work to every hand give just reward to every work if that basic fundamental is followed in terms of law it would make a big difference it has made a difference even now it's saving millions of lives but it has been done with a great deal of distress as you said there are many states bengal the money has been cut off completely there aren't states where it's been cut off like bengal but they are threatening to cut off money to many other states and the states where they have sent inspection teams and then they are saying we are not going to give you money are mostly opposition states whether it's kerala or whether it's telangana it's mostly opposition states but there are also bjp run states where this is happening and that's because they don't have money now if their money is today they have they actually in their kitty have practically no money left so how do they run this program for 5 months so they are in the earlier they used to say yes you get work done and we'll pay you and they used to put pressure on the finance department ministry to pay and give money and it would come eventually now they have started squeezing the program by saying no work it's not being it's not run properly in state a or state b or state c threatening them using things like social audit which are people's means to keep the program going to actually finally punish the people they are not punishing officials they are not punishing even the i mean by punishing the state you are punishing the people of that state and they are saying they are not looking at the question that if they were to run that program they don't have money so that's why they are finding excuses to actually put less and less into the program and where people still demand and get work they don't get paid not for one month not for two months not for three months until the money comes so they end up the year at the end of the year also not getting paid so all this is proof in black and white on their own website and yet this program and then there is this argument about hunger no no our hunger is not so high can you imagine even better off families if they don't get paid if they don't get paid for months how can they survive and here are people who live from hand to mouth here is a program that is a distress when you don't get work and when you are so badly unemployed then you turn to narega um and you are not supporting that program at the minimum level it has to be supported um there is also a demand that all of us have made for an urban employment guarantee act there are states there are five states where there are some versions of it kerala is one odisha is another himachal pradesh is a third um jharkhand is fourth and rajasthan has now in its last budget and launched it on the 2nd of october at an urban employment guarantee act because we all know how much distress there is in urban areas we know during the pandemic what happened we know how much underemployment we know people have not got work again so to be have fall back work rajasthan has put a hit 800 800 crores into the program for running it it's not enough again even minimum wages in a city are not enough the payment of that there are issues but it is something that needs to be done at a national scale 
we face deep unemployment. We don't, in fact, our unemployment figures don't really reflect how much underemployment and how much partial employment and how much poorly paid employment there is. Narega is just like a, a minimum support price for the unemployed, for them to be able to get work and be able to fight in the market for higher wages. It could function as a fantastic market mechanism. You may employ 10 crore people, but they negotiate in the market to get much higher because they say, if you don't pay us more, we won't come with your contractor. We won't come to your other place. We will stay home and get Narega work. It allows them to negotiate for that. So it allows them to access much more money. All that can happen. It builds assets. It builds rural assets. It fights against climate change problems. It is a green program. It has increased carbon sinking. So these are all things that we all say is a comprehensive picture of what poverty and hunger looks like. And Narega in that is an extraordinary potential program that has been undermined. Right. And there's also like some deep tragedy in this, right? Because we're talking about people who, uh, you know, are probably like not having enough resources and they're still going into work and they're doing the work. And for those who are getting the work, and then after that, like, they're not being paid, you know. So, like, I mean, in West Bengal, for example, like you've said that payments are pending since December 2021. And then they are not seeing that payment, uh, you know, like they don't know for how long. Like, maybe they, they won't ever be paid for that labor. Um, so, so you know, like, they okay, so the government doesn't have that money, like you said. Uh, but also, like, after the pandemic, we've seen that the rich have gotten richer and the poor have gotten poorer. So is yeah. like you know, uh, increased taxation on the rich like one of the ways in which we can bring more money into these programs or like what are some of the solutions that you can see? Yeah, there has to be greater public spending. Narega is a law. It doesn't even need a new measure. It's a law. It is not budget constraint. It says as much demand is there, you should give work. So if you break the law, if the government breaks its own law, what do you do? Of course, there should be much higher taxes on the rich because in the pandemic, we thought everyone suffered. But actually, it turns out, no, the people who stayed at home, who were with fancy jobs and particularly one, the corporate sector, India's billionaires went up by about from 100 to about 150. The top 10 billionaires earned in those two years of the pandemic about 13 lakh additional, their wealth went up. That 13 lakh crores that was there could have run Narega for 10 years and you didn't have enough money for Narega. And those that even that little, little bit of excess that came during the pandemic, you're now squeezing it and cutting it down. So, of course, if you say you don't have enough money for Narega, for right to health, for right to education, for right to food, if you don't have any enough money, then you have no right to continue in government, actually. And they should, there are, of course, taxing the rich. There has been a proposal that if you were to bring in a 1% tax on the richest, I think about 100 people in the country, and if you were to bring in a wealth uh, a tax, a state duties tax, meaning that when people pass away, that a percentage of their wealth goes back to the state because their children have not earned whatever, even if they have earned. If you were to bring that, those two taxes and a wealth tax uh, on the top, on the top 1%, you would, a 2%, yeah, a 2% wealth tax on the top 1%, you would produce enough money to run Narega, to run a big pension scheme, 
much higher at a much higher level at half of minimum wages level narega at minimum wages level increase the budget for education increase the budget for health to the levels that we say it should be 6% of gdp and 3% of gdp and to run basic social security programs for the country and that's just from a minor tax a 2% tax on the top 1% of the country so if you can do if you're not willing to do that it's clear that all you want is you are looking at and figures that government keeps saying that india's per capita earning is going up per capita earning is going up but it's only of a small percentage that you are averaging out over others and you're not giving it to them give them that so that their per capita income does indeed go up give it by by having redistributive taxes by running programs and narega is a productive program you're demanding productivity the question you had asked it is of course extremely distressing you've gone you worked you worked at less than minimum wages even the supreme court says the only reason you work at minimum wages is because of economic distress that's why it calls it forced labor so you've taken people on forced labor then you're not paying them at all even that forced labor so it's like being some landlord who says uh or some big big uh, contractor who says no now i won't pay you and what can you do and yes what can they do they are not people with that kind of power and what are the rest of us doing what is the rest of the country doing when this kind of injustice is taking place so at the end of that what will you get if you don't get hunger what will you get you can you can deride these statistics as much as you want but these are people who are being unjustly treated individuals who are being unjustly treated and i'd like to see a single bureaucrat who who says okay you cut my salary also because someone else in my department has done something wrong don't pay me i'd like to see the bureaucracy and the politicians not getting paid on the first of every month thank you for listening to this episode you can now listen to all our episodes on our android and iphone app download it now